What's good, College Soccer Nation? This is Matt Pott, head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, I am joined here with a limping group of uh, Robbie Church from the Duke Blue Devils and Brian Lee from the Rice Owls. Collectively, we went 0-5 last weekend. Um, so we're licking our wounds, but we're here to serve College Soccer Nation. So we wanted to get a podcast out. We struggled last week with too many of us traveling and so on and so forth. So we apologize. We're hoping to get them out now. Hopefully every Tuesday is a goal for us. Um, but anyway, we're here this week. Better than ever. I can't guarantee the future. Um, so we're hoping we can move on from this week. But let's uh, let's start, Brian. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> to give the people what they want. Yeah, you know what? Yes. You know what? For the coaches, your team doesn't want. Don't get on three and a half hour flights to Maryland or five hour flights to Gonzaga in the Northwest or like seven and a half. Hey, Robbie, (laughs) welcome to the ACC 2026 (laughs) on your eight hour flight to get to Stanford. Good Uh, luck. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, it was a lot. So our trip back from Spokane. We got, you know, we coming off the loss. Everybody's in a bad mood. We get delayed in Spokane. We don't think we're going to get our flight in Denver. We get to Denver. We're delayed even longer in Denver. We finally get home. How about this? I got to tell you guys this. I've never seen this before in all my years of flying. We're on the plane. We're And it's like midnight. Like, we just want to get back. And the pilot comes on and says, hey, we're overweight. We have too much fuel. We're overweight with the bags. <laughs> So we got to bring six bags up on top into the thing. And people have to put them like under their feet and, and all our six bags. Right. Which was the strangest thing ever, but we take off and we, then we got to wait and burn off fuel. Then we circle, whatever we land 17 of our bags. Don't make it of, of our oh. team's bags, 17. So not only did they put the six up top, they left 17 in Denver. It was crazy. Crazy, oh but it just added to the misery of our trip. Our director of ops went to the to the um, went to the grocery store, got mugged at the grocery store. How about that? Leaving, two homeless guys came up and stole stuff out of her car. I mean, it's just a disaster, a disaster weekend. But let me say this: Gonzaga is a very good team, and it was they were lovely, great hosts. That part was wonderful, but we had a miserable trip to. But and they had I had a festival going on, pig out in the park. Does that not sound right up at Mott's Alley? Yeah, out in the park, like vendors and vendors and vendors. But we walked in. I saw about six people with snakes wrapped around them um, as like, you know, like necklaces. That freaked me out. I hate snakes. And then the smell, you know, you go to a park that you think it smells going to be awesome, right? Like, you know, I don't know, fried bread dough or, or meat cooking or hot dogs or something. It smelled terrible. And then leaving. So anyway, it's, it's one of those trips. If there's anyone in this podcast who should not live west of the Mississippi, his oh. name is uh, Matt Mott. hundred percent. You well enough, you might be slightly, but you're in the south. In yes, but correct, correct. You are not a west. Of- no, a midwest. Midwest, I'm good. South, I'm good. But West Coast just isn't probably a Matt Mott desire. <laughs> um, how was the trip out to uh, Palo Alto? Now it's beautiful, Churchy. How was it out there? Oh, it was lovely. It was lovely. Um, you know, what was what was it a, a few months ago when we the summer one we said deal or no deal? We started talking about a podcast yeah. once a week, 
And I think yep. we all and I think we all said deal. Or I know I said <laughs> I've got faith in the in the boys here. We can <laughs> get one out. But we are back and we are yep. gonna go on Tuesdays. So we will be on a regular basis afterwards. But uh yeah, it was strange. You know, I will never forget. I wake up in San Jose, California to find out that Stanford, California, and uh SMU have just joined the ACC that night. Mm. Um, you know, and you know. The crazy thing about it, they're they're in the conference next year. It's not twenty six. Mm. It's not twenty five. Yeah, we all thought it was going to be twenty five, but it wakes up to find out that um, I guess SMU will come in July one, and Stanford and Cal will come in on August one, and we will be playing. The ACC has just gone from fourteen soccer playing schools to seventeen now, so uh, we'll have to figure out how all that works. But uh, great host. Stanford uh, did Stanford did a fantastic job. Played great. They were terrific. They looked every bit as a, a Final Four team here in in early September. But um, you know they they smacked us around pretty good. Yeah, got well, it. Robbie, we're in early end on uh, ACC scheduling. Is anyone telling you anything? You know no. what happened to look. No, nobody. You know the one thing we did see as a staff, we saw that. Uh, the Cal AD came out and said, I don't know if anybody saw that, said, well, a lot of sports, and she actually named soccer as being one of the sports, may meet in Dallas and and have games. And, you know, of course, as soon as that go, my hair stood straight up, but I was like, <laughs> what are we doing here? So I called my I called my my good friend Todd here um, in our administration. I was like, please tell me we are not meeting in Dallas. And he he did he did calm me down and assure me that he has not heard soccer being in those discussions at all and does not think it will uh, be just coming together as, you know, in, a, in an area bringing a, you know, like a pod of groups of teams to play on a Thursday, Sunday. So you think there will be home and home. How many teams we play have no idea. Um, you know, we have an unbalanced schedule anyway right now. So there's really, you know, we, we give ourselves a, a regular season trophy, but it's really no, there's no regular season champions. We don't play each other. You know, we do qualify for the tournament, but you know, if you don't play, you know, it's, it's on a point system. So the people you play, you don't play everybody. Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, that is not correct too. So um, I have no idea. Personally, I would hope we get rid of ACC tournament, add those two weekends, let's play some more games during the regular season, and let's go forward. But I'm I'm sure the ACC will probably have something else to say. I and you know, Robbie, when they say we're going to meet in Dallas, <laughs> Dallas might be where you meet for a conference tournament, and it's the first time anyone's played each other in a conference game all year. That's <laughs> that's where. To me, or go, they're not, they're, they don't have to play league schedules. You have to have a winner who goes, yes. you know, gets a bid to the NCAAs and then you play whoever you want. Right. And I, I think we have to change the mentality. I think with all of these super conferences and these huge conference conferences doesn't mean, you know, the ACC was born on conference championships. And for years and years and years, that's all they, they thought about. And as Mark, as our good friend Mark Akorian fought that, that <laughs> battle uh, with the ACC for many years because his, his, uh, you know, his goal was much higher. He was an NCAA championships. And I, and I think, you know, we're just all lumped in and we say ACC, but we're really just there trying to make the NCAA tournament and then go, you know, start to play for a national championship. Um, 
it's a little sad, but the, you know, it's how it is now with these super mega conferences that you cannot, that you cannot play everybody or even come close to playing every, everybody. Yeah. I, I think the good thing is, I think the administrators have understood the, the RPI importance when you're talking about the NCAA tournament and how we couldn't actually play it. Right. Cause really now if you have 17 teams, you there's 16 games, yep. play two more games and you're all set. Right. See, you, there's your set, but you would be just destroyed. Your league would be destroyed RPI wise, not to mention the financial burden, the fiscal stuff is, is certainly there. Brian, what do you think about SMU? I think it's incredibly interesting to give up all, uh, you know, all the revenue for what is it? Seven years, seven, nine, years. nine seven. years. I think it's, it's nine, no, nine I, years. I think it's seven. Oh, it seven? Oh, okay. I think, it's, I think it's seven. The other schools are going to get 30% for seven years and it's going to be 10 it's going to be 10 years on cow and um stanford before they take a full share would you okay. bet any would you bet anything in college athletics in 10 years i mean this thing's going to look <laughs> totally i mean who's going to yeah. bet any, place anything on in 10 years and i'm going to get all this money in 10 years uh yeah we just think in the next 10 years everything's it's all going to stay the same for 10 years yeah it's no. no chance no, no chance. way and I think with SMU, I mean, it's an awesome school and profiles really well for women's soccer recruits. And I think they're going to get some really good players that yep. they haven't been able to get before by joining the ACC from a pure soccer standpoint. But don't forget with football, who's the all-time greatest chasing the carrot, had their program shut down. Oh, yeah. And now here they are again, fiscally willing yeah. to, to do this. It's a bold, bold, it's as bold a move as – buying Eric Dickerson and Craig James cars and whatever <laughs> you needed to do back then to get the death mm -hmm. penalty. Um, but I'm excited for him. I also think they can be really good at football in a bigger conference. I mean, that don't mean like win the national championship or something, but um, sure. they'll be yeah. good at a ton of sports. Yep. No, yeah. I, yeah. I think so too. And I think coming into the ACC is really going to help them in the Dallas area. Uh, women's soccer, always uh, all sports too. So I think, I, 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 you know, they have they have deep pockets, and they're going to need deep pockets for seven years where they take any money. So they better. Uh, but I think it's you know I, I really think in the long run it's going to be a, a really nice move for them too. Makes sense. Well, what we wanted to do, and now I've just screwed it up. I have this. We could do it this way. I have hot off the presses, the top twenty-five, which will be out um, before we get like when this airs, it'll already be out. So I'm not saying anything that, you know, I'm not breaking the news from the United soccer coaches, but I have in my hands, the top 25. Um, and we can certainly go over that. I had the regional ranking, but I just lost it somehow. Um, so it's, but we do have the top of I'm just pulling up in my computer. I'm trying to do all this stuff. Okay. So let's go. I got the top 25 right here in front of me. Very excited. There's a shake up at the top. Right, with a big BYU win over UCLA on the weekend at BYU. I think any of us that have been there, it's just a fantastic place, hard place to play. And BYU is your new uh, number one team in the country, as opposed to the United Soccer Coaches, with a unanimous 8-0 to zero vote. Um, or, sorry, all, all voters voted, so they got eight first-place votes. So they are number one. Thoughts, fellas? Knocked off UCLA for the first time in, I guess, since last year, right? They went to the yeah. – UCLA beat Carolina and Duke, went to number one, stayed number one all the way through. Okay. Now we have a well, new one. 
I, you know, based on the results of early season, very, very, very deserved. UCLA has been the best team for almost a calendar year and 3-1. You know, it's one thing the Big 12 teams are going to learn that haven't been out there yet. That is a really, really hard place to play. That was a great crowd, very deserved win. I think they returned 11 starters. Is that right? Anyone else hear that? Yes, yes, correct. You know, I think that's a legit big-time Big 12 favorite and certainly a national championship contender. I tell you what impresses me too is that was not the only good win so far. I mean, that's right. obviously their marquee win, their marquee win, but they have also beat Long Beach state two nothing. They also beat St. Louis to open the season. They opened the season beating St. Louis three, two. And then after being UCLA, they beat a good Utah Valley team. That's always a good team. Chris does has there. And they won six, one with that. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're rolling. If they call you right now to schedule a game, do not answer the phone. And that, abort, uh, abort, hang, abort. Hang that, no. hang that phone up right away. Do not answer that phone because they are rolling. The only thing you got to be concerned about, it's only probably it's, it's early September. Um, yeah. But, you know, they've got a veteran team, unbelievable crowd. I think they feed off of the crowd. What, they have 6,000? Is that what the number I heard yeah. was thrown around? They had 6,000 yeah. at the game. So, I mean, it, I also think like, you know, being a big 12 member, like I am them being, you know, in our conference, um, they, they <laughs> look really, really strong. Now yeah. it's uh, it's a great win and, and very deserved. And I think they're deserving. I agree with them based on what everybody's done. They should be number one. Um, all right. And oh, go ahead, Brent. now let then let's also note that we coach college soccer. What a wonderful advantage it is to have no alcohol on campus and half the team is married. <laughs> I mean, does that not solve like 80% of your issues as a college coach? Uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to keep rolling on that one. Uh, all right, so number two, Stanford. Making a jump up right yes. after the big win against the Blue Devils. Yes, they uh, are. I will we'll keep I will going here. On that. Yeah, you're good with two. So uh, number three is North Carolina, yep. who uh, beat Arkansas over the weekend and and uh, continues to kind of roll. Just their only blemish is the draw to to Wisconsin, right? And right? Penn State. Everyone... They got two draws. They got two draws. They yeah. got two draws um, on the road, on the road at Penn State, and then at home, at home, which they were pretty dominant in both games. But you know, just very yeah. scoreboard. They're playing well. They're starting to round in the in the form, which is very nice for all of us in the league, uh, and starting to score goals. Starting to score goals here. Very exciting for you guys. All right, you got UCLA yeah, at four. You. Thank you. Right, UCLA again played a good schedule. The one loss to BYU, so they're down to number four. Florida State is five. Penn State is six. I'll stop there. Thoughts well, on? I think Florida State's undefeated, but I think the comments have been they've only played four games. Um, and, and, you know, they did go in and did the Texas two-step and beat A&M and TCU, but those two teams are look like a little bit of a struggle right now compared to who they usually are. Um, so that's probably a reason to drop Florida State a little bit. Well, I mean, that's a tricky one, and obviously it's really tight between Carolina and Florida State. And I don't know. You know, these Sunday games, remember we used to play Friday, Sunday? Yeah. and. Thursday, <laughs> Sunday is hard enough. When you look at the you know data numbers on Sunday, the ability to run, sprint, stuff like that for the kids, it certainly goes down even on the Thursday, Sunday setup um, as opposed to old Friday, Sunday. 
So playing fewer games has got some advantages to it, but that that's a tricky one between obviously they're super close, but Carolina's got a draw to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and being TCU and A&M on the road, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I but think they, um, if the re- I know in the region, um, you know, and again, I think the pollsters are doing a great job of ranking them based on the regions. So what that means for people that don't not understand what I'm saying is that the regional rankings, we can go over that here after we get through this 25. If, if Carolina is ahead of Florida State in the region, then you shouldn't rank Florida State ahead of Carolina in the national poll. And so that's one of the reasons that Carolina is above Florida State, because this week in the region, the region group um, ranked them ahead. And again, real quick, just for clarification, every conference has a regional rep. So every all of the eight regions, they all have a representative from each conference. So everybody has a say. That's yeah. kind of the theory so, behind it. What, what Matt is saying there to uh, make it super clear, as the chair of the national committee <laughs> rankings, he is saying, if you have a complaint about where you're ranked, start with your conference rep. If you're still complaining, go to the region rep. And then if you want to complain a third time, make it to Matt Mott at the top of the pyramid. No, call Trish Hughes. Call Trish Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, and Matt Mott is the chairman because when Brian Lee was in the position as chairman of the United States Soccer Coach and Women's Soccer, he appointed Matt Mott, and Matt Mott's an idiot to listen to what Brian says, and here we are. So anyway... <laughs> Besides that, besides that, we're ready to roll. Go ahead, Church. You had something? Yeah, the only thing on Florida State is they have only played three games, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they were off a week and a half, and, and everybody gets it. It's hard to find games. It's hard to find yeah. games. I know Brian had a really, really tough time, to, and, and everybody's budget's tight, so you can't travel all the time. And yeah. I know we had a hard time, but um, I think that was a difference in in that region. Is Carolina? Carolina's played what six games or seven yeah. games? Yeah. And you know, so there's chances to win games and there's chances to lose games when you play that many games too. And you know, Florida State's got nice quality wins, um, but they just you know haven't played enough games. But that that's coming up. That's that's after this week. Yeah, we'll that's going to even we'll up. Well, yeah. You know, that scheduling game now too, right? With the let's serve oh. when the game come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, Willing to play poker on it and wait and wait and wait yep. to fill games, you yep. can be a little more RPI friendly and get some more home games. Yep. When teams that might be desperate, where two years out, if you're scheduling games and you're booked, you don't have that flexibility to really try and beat the RPI. And Brian historically has done a great job with that at Tennessee and now at Florida State. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it rolling. Um, so I'm going to go to the next three, uh, Arkansas seven, Santa Clara eight, Clemson nine. Uh, I think again, Arkansas obviously stepped out when played at Notre Dame at, uh, Carolina tied Notre Dame, lost to Carolina, um, played Milwaukee in between them, I think. And, uh, and then has Clemson coming up this weekend. So definitely, um, you know, Kobe's looking, I think for high seed. And and he needs, knows he needs to get some quality wins to do that. And has a team feels like he has the team to do it. I would think so. Um, you know, there's seven Santa Clara, eight Clemson, nine. Yeah, well, I think number one, Colby ain't scared. No, yeah. no, he is not scared right now. Uh, and did you did you see their goal against Notre Dame where they picked him off in the six yard yeah. box? Yeah, no, that yeah. was hilarious. Uh, but we'll find out about Clemson this week. You know, really, Clemson's got the draw with South Carolina, but we don't know how good South Carolina is, and we don't really know how good Clemson is. But if you can go get a result at Arkansas on a Thursday night, you got a really good team. 
You've got it. Absolutely. And he's got a good team. He's got an old, yeah. he's got a veteran team. He has a lot of fifth year seniors. A lot of the, the COVID kids are back with Eddie's team. And, you know, they're going to, it's, that's going to be a great game. That is going to be an absolutely great game. But going back to Kobe, I, I, I love it. I mean, he is not scared to, he'll play anybody anywhere at any time. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Oregon's also thrown in this schedule that he's, that he's played up this point. Um, you know, so, and again, I think it's going to make him better. As as he goes yeah. forward, he's gonna he's gonna know everything about his team. He's gonna know the strengths. He's gonna know the weaknesses about his his team as he goes forward. So you know, more power to Kobe. Great job done in the scheduling department. All right, let's go. 10, 11, 12 is South Carolina, Notre Dame, and then Alabama. Alabama two tough draws on the weekend, right? They uh, drew Miami at home on Thursday, then went over to uh, Sanford and uh, and drew the Pickers group. The Bulldogs, um, you know, had has had a, quite a three-game stretch here. Smacked over around Oklahoma, went down and tied uh, Ole Miss, and then turned around and and tied uh, uh, obviously a very good Alabama team. So, um, but South Carolina, I, I don't, you know, who is Rutgers? Maybe it might be a little bit of who is South Carolina right now. I don't know. They haven't really been tested, other than like you said, the draw against Clemson. So, still kind of went over there. We know they're going to be good, but what to what level good are they? Well, they're they're about to find out uh, this Thursday when they play Carolina, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, that'll help. That's it. Stop trying to write with Clemson. Um, on we need to, you know, we'll find out who they are and starting Thursday night. Either of them spins a result, and South Carolina's hosting North Carolina. There's going to be five thousand people at that game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. And let me just let me just pause there for a second. It's great these crowds that are coming out, yeah. right? Like again, we're here at Oklahoma. We're just starting our first night. You know, we're all worried. We moved the game to eight o'clock because it's so hot, and I thought, oh, it's going to kill the crowd. And we still had over a thousand people come out. I mean, it's it's awesome that we're getting this all over the country. These great crowds, um, and when you're having these marquee matchups, these crowds are coming out. And and uh, you know, you saw the the fish camp game at at AM. It's always huge, but I mean, they're just overflowing with people. And what's already a huge stadium. It's it's awesome. We gotta keep the momentum going for us because you're seeing it in softball. And I mean, look at let's just pause for a second. Ninety thousand people at the volleyball game, ninety-two thousand people in in the volleyball game in Nebraska. How awesome is that? Seriously. Uh, I thought that was just fantastic. So anyway, um yeah, it's uh, sorry. A little side note there. I want to jump in there, but think uh, and the more we can keep pumping, pumping our sport, the better. So anyway, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, Notre Dame. Any thoughts on Notre Dame and Alabama? Yeah, you know, what is it about Miami and Alabama? How does, yeah, what is it the last couple of years about Miami and Alabama? They just when that when that happens, you you look at the score and you go, oh, happened again, again this year. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. no doubt. Uh, That's an interesting aside with like bogey teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but whether playing style related or if I'm an SEC team trying to upset Alabama this year, if I'm one of those bottom six, seven teams, um, all I'm doing is slapping in the Miami film. And yeah. how are they doing this? Yeah. 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 Stanford and Stanford, Stanford doing the same thing. Yeah. Getting a draw on, on, on Sunday night. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Then, then we got to go. Uh, next three, Georgetown, Duke University, and Washington State. Once again, Todd at Washington State's got his team rolling again. Good for him. And and um, and Georgetown looks very, very good, too. And they're, they're playing some teams. 
stepping out and playing some good games, Georgetown. But uh, um, what a, what a, we have a quick thought on what is Washington State and Oregon State going to do? Wow, I, oh. Mountain West. Does that uh, is that what everybody? It looks like everybody's saying it's, it's the Mountain West Conference. They may end up being, but you know, they there's a niche for soccer in some of those conferences. What BYU? How how many years were they? When they were in the Mountain West, right? From a number of years before they went mm -hmm. to WCC. That's right. And then, yep. propelled, and then they propelled that into the Big Twelve. So and uh, you know they were always the strongest team. So uh, you know with a, with a great staff as as Todd has. Uh, there, he's going to keep his program wherever he goes, whatever conference he's go. Washington State's still going to be a strong, a strong mm -hmm. team. But yeah. the number one thing they need to do is order a new trophy case because it's about to get a lot bigger. It's <laughs> 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 facts. All right, let's go with uh, 16, 17, 18. Memphis, Texas, Virginia. Texas with a dismantling of SMU on the weekend with the SMU going down a player 6-0. Virginia beat West Virginia, right? And uh, Memphis smacked around Iowa State. And then someone else they beat. I can't remember. I don't have it here in front of me who the other team they beat. But well, they only beat Iowa State 4-1 on the road this week. But they got the 6-1 number on Ohio State earlier in the Ohio season. Ohio State, right. Right. That's right. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Those first two, Texas and Memphis, arguably the two most exciting attacking teams in the country right now. You know, the Missimo Byers thing at, at Texas is just nasty. That's two really high draft picks in all likelihood. Uh, the Penn State transfer they added playing attacking midfield behind them kind of gives them a nice attacking triangle. Very good. Very that's good. in college soccer. And Memphis just scores goals by the buckets. They look great. Mm. Yeah. 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 They I think um, Virginia's a little bit too high right now, for probably, but it's just it's just quality of the schedule that will work out when they start. They play this weekend. Um, they have Iowa, which is an undefeated team at home um, this weekend, and then they start ACC play. You'll you'll see Virginia grow. Now they've had some bad injuries. Unfortunately, they have two of their reg yeah. regular players are out for the season, um, but then they they have a lot of depth though. They'll they'll be they'll be much higher than that as the season goes on. Oh yeah, their their recruiting goes all right. It does. Got, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm not all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this last group: 19 through 25, Southern Cal, Northwestern, 20, Xavier, 21, Pittsburgh, 22, Gonzaga, 23, and Nebraska, 24, TCU, 25. Any thoughts on those? I'll say this: I've seen Nebraska play now. Um, I played them in the in the exhibition, and I watched them play against Gonzaga. They will continue to climb. That's a good team, a senior team. They, they too, return every player. Um, look out for Nebraska is what I'd say. They're going to continue to climb. And I, and I just played Gonzaga, and, boy, they're a nice team. They got they got a player in Kelsey Euler who's a left back, a converted left back. She was a forward. She should be getting looks at the U23 national team. Um, she's that good, like just powerful coming forward, can run all day, serves great balls. Uh, she's dynamite. And their front three is nasty. I mean, nasty. Um, so, anyway, Gonzaga, certainly a good team as well. I, I remember watching Gonzaga last year play Georgia, and I watched like mm -hmm. 20 minutes. One was wearing black and one was wearing red. And yeah. I thought our five team was – I thought Georgia was Gonzaga for 20 minutes. Yeah. They were so yeah. athletic. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that game too, Brian. That, they were really good on the night, and they were really good. And I thought they had just traded uniforms also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
The, uh, the only other note on that one is it's great to see Nebraska back in the top 25. You know, younger coaches might not know 15, 20 years ago, that's a top 10 team every year. John every Walker, year. best coaches in the country. Good to see them back. Yeah, absolutely. And deserving. And they, they got a, a national team in Sarah Weber, who's dynamite. Um, but they, they got kind of a complete deal going on over there. So good for them. Okay. Uh, let's touch um, – Let's touch just briefly here on some of the regions. Um, again, I don't know if there's a lot to cover in it based on on that, but um, anybody maybe that uh, – you know who we didn't mention was uh, – did we skip over Santa Clara? They're number eight. No, I guess they were with the Ar- – we were talking Arkansas and Clemson, and we kind of missed out on them. But they're, they're – again, they're right back kind of where they always are, right? Like back kind of rolling um, and doing a good job for sure. Okay, so just uh, just some fun regional rankings, Atlantic region. Um, you got uh, – that's the big powerhouse, right? North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Duke, Virginia, all the, Pittsburgh. They're all ranked down to number eight, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State. I mean, that's a who's who of the ACC, isn't it? Any well, thoughts? I do think this, NC State, what a cruel weekend out in Colorado. Uh, they equalized against Colorado, maybe the 87th minute. A minute later, lose their excellent, and I think she might be all ACC, Spanish goalkeeper, uh, to a collision, give up the game winner a minute later. Uh, oh. And then, then Denver beats them 4-2 on Sunday. I didn't see the goals, but, you know, four is a lot of goals for NC State, super well-coached team to be given up. The backup goalkeeper maybe isn't working out, but cruel justice for them, and that's going to make ACC life hard. Mm-hmm. So is she out for the season, right? Well, you know, she I, she's I, yep. uh, yep. terrible. We hear she's terrible. out for the season. It's unfortunate. Uh, she, is, she is very good, and she's been very good for the last four years for, for NC State. Yeah, I hate that for him. All right, uh, East Region, Georgetown, Xavier, St. Louis, Dayton, Providence, Princeton, Brown, Harford. <laughs> Little Ivy League run there, uh, St. John's and Columbia. Any early thoughts? I know it's early days for the Ivy. They've only played a few games. Um, for I guess they've played now. Um, and Georgetown rolling at three zero and one still. Uh, good group there for sure. Anybody? Two quick thoughts on that group. Uh, yeah. George, Georgetown will find out how good they are, and Stanford also will find out how good they are. Stanford's coming across country to play Georgetown on Sunday. Should be a great match to watch. Mm-hmm. And then what about Sam at Providence? Beating Brown. Beating Brown during the week. Yeah, wow. Nothing. One nothing. A Darby there. And he is in Providence is 5-0 and also. So shout out to uh, Providence and a really big win this week for them. Gotcha. Yeah, Love it. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. Justice on St. Louis dropping out of the poll, losing to Xavier, who's in the top 25. But Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Midwest. Interesting. Got the number one team in the country at BYU. One, Texas. Two, TCU. Three, Kansas. Four, Texas Tech. Five, Central Florida. Baylor. Houston. Missouri State checking in at nine. And Oklahoma State at ten. All those teams doing really well. Houston's 5-0-1. TCU, uh, sorry, Kansas 3-0-3. Texas Tech's 5-0-1. you know, Missouri State 4-0-2 with a win over Oklahoma State. So they're having a really nice year. Well, that's a that's a nice region. Whoever's running that region is doing a really good job. Excellent <laughs> yeah. region. Uh, the, uh, uh, any thoughts uh, on that yeah. group? 
<laughs> well, early it looks like the Big 12 is BYU, pretty heavy favorite. Texas, pretty heavy favorite to be a runner-up. And then some really interesting teams. Texas Tech might be back. Um, mm -hmm. Another one's returning a bunch of players. Uh, you know, Kansas it, looks strong. Yep. TCU yep. obviously is in there. All right, let's yep. go to the North region. Um, Penn State, Northwestern, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, and Minnesota. Rounds it out. Michigan and Minnesota jumping in. They weren't ranked last week. But um, it looks like the Big 12 – or, sorry, a Big 10 uh, league with Wisconsin-Milwaukee is always – it doesn't matter who coaches the Wisconsin-Milwaukee does it. They just mm – -hmm. They just win there. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It nope. look, looks like standard stuff with Penn State up at the top of it. But yeah, uh, I think I think the big surprise, you know, and again, he had a really good year last year. Is but what a great start for Northwestern. I think you know yep. before conference play, but they've had a they've had a great out of conference. Uh, they played some good games and had some good results. Uh, be interesting to see if they can hold that in conference. Well, I think the other thing too, and and I know I'm I know I'm 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 loving on Nebraska, but they beat Missouri five nothing and Kansas State four nothing. Both those two teams, Missouri and Kansas State, are having better years than they've had in the past, and they just walked in and smacked them. Yeah. Um, and and beat Gonzaga three three one three one. So um, they're they're in a rightful spot there, a third I think as well. So pretty interesting. Good, Brian. Let's go to the Pacific, shall we? Head on out sure. to the Pacific region. The Pacific region looks like this. Stanford 1, UCLA 2. I struggle a little bit with that. Um, UCLA, I mean, I guess Stanford's 5-0 and with the win over Duke. But you, like we talked about, UCLA's losses to the now the number one team. And BYU, Washington State 3, Southern Cal 4, Colorado 5, Washington 6, Utah 7, Grand Valley 8, New Mexico 9, and Arizona State 10. They jump out at you with that one region, guys? You know, I think uh, Grand Canyon, it, a big weekend win over Oregon, um, and a win over a very good UTSA team as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, that's probably the biggest weekend in, in program history. Um, you know, in Stanford, Duke was their first real test. Is that right? Yeah. You know, power five. Yeah. First Power Five game they played. First Power Five game they played, and it's you know again it's again how long is that flight, Robbie? Do you go direct? Well, seriously, direct, yep. RDU to San uh, San Francisco is a little bit over five hours. Okay, oh. Which, Robbie could almost get to play Chelsea in the same length of time. <laughs> I, think I, I think I think they were Chelsea. I think Chelsea snuck <laughs> in. And, I think they were. They looked like it to me on the day. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, stuff. All right. How about the West? Santa Clara, Gonzaga, Long Beach State, who's having a great year. Yep. Four and two, but they lost to Texas in the last second, and the other losses, somebody good to it can't, I don't have it. Pepperdine, Portland five, Cal Irvine six, Montana seven, Denver eight, St. Mary's nine, and Idaho ten. You know, Portland's two, one, and one. They kind of look good again. Like she's done, Michelle's done a good job of reinvigorating that program. Really good for her and in that group. And like I said, I, I talked about Gonzaga earlier. They look very good um, on film and even better in person. And Long Beach State's having a great year. And Santa Clara is 6-0-0. It's kind of how they roll. 
right. Um, I got so, one little comment yeah. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. The Long Beach thing. So, you know, I watched their, them play Texas. Holy cow, they can get forward and go. And, you know, like a lot of games get decided. I don't know if Texas scored four goals or the Long Beach keeper just struggled on a couple of decision-making things coming out early. Or they to beat Texas. Yeah. Um, they are very good. Scoring goals in buckets. Get three against Harvard. We all like Harvard. Yeah. And three against Harvard. To flip it back to BYU – They've scored less than two. Long Beach scored less than two goals, like one game all year, and they got shut out by BYU. BYU's always been able to score goals in bunches, but right. occasionally give up goals in bunches. If they can shut out that front line of Long Beach, they're they're really good. Yeah, yeah. But who's surprised right. with Mauricio in there? Who's surprised? No, he's very good. Excellent year. coach. Yeah, every year. Excellent coach. Yep. Okay, uh, Southeast. You know, sometimes people are interested in this group. Maybe not as much on this podcast anymore. <laughs> um, Arkansas, one. South Carolina, two. Alabama, three. Georgia, four. Vandy, five. Tennessee, six. LSU, seven. Stanford Bulldogs, up to eight. Mississippi State, nine. And Auburn is ten. Uh, interesting, certainly. It's going to be a, it's going to be a wild, wild west. In the uh, in the SEC, if you look at in that top ten, who is missing? A little team called Texas A and M, nowhere to be found on the top ten, which has got to be close to a first. And I mean, there's some strange things going on in the Southeastern Conference with LSU, um, you know, smacking around Texas, and but you know, losing games they shouldn't. And it's it's just been a wild, wild go at it. I think um, yeah, Alabama with the two draws this weekend after starting out four and zero and. Uh, it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be another wild one, right? Vanderbilt's three zero and three, right? With a draw at Northwestern was a good win, and and oh, obviously, no. uh, you know, crazy. So, uh Mississippi State's four one and one. Auburn's four one and one. Gonna be well, gonna be wild. I think the A and M thing starts with they missed the group memo from the SEC that play a couple good teams and then slapville as much as you can get at home. <laughs> get, get the checkbook out. A&M's played an unbelievable schedule. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But And normally they would have won some of those games, but they just haven't. Um, and Sanford, how about how about Todd Yelton and the Bulldogs going to Alabama, getting the draw? You know, they that was at home. At home. Sorry. And, and, but the fans itself is SEC spring champs sometimes, and they're certainly flipped <laughs> it to the ball. Um, very, really, really, really impressive work by those guys. Yeah. yeah. How, right, how good that, is Vanderbilt? Yeah. How good is Vanderbilt? Have you seen Vanderbilt? Have you seen Darren's, Darren's group? Have not seen them this year. I have I saw, I saw about 30 minutes against Kansas, a game they ended up drawing 1-1. It's a lot of credit to Mark Francis being a, 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 a such a good coach. I didn't think Kansas had a kid who could start for Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt right. had pinned in. Um, really, it, it just pinned in their half. Uh, I think that they have the chance to be top half of the SEC for sure, maybe even a little more because I don't know, South Carolina, Georgia, still a lot to be seen. I think Georgia plays Clemson this weekend too. That'll tell us Georgia. Uh, Clemson plays Clemson plays Arkansas, Georgia? Yep, yep. Thursday, Sunday. Ooh. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a weekend. Hang on, Eddie. Um, Hang on, buddy. <laughs> and, you know, when I, when I inherited this schedule, I was supposed to play Clemson – Tennessee this weekend after being in Gonzaga. And funny, we changed that a little bit. And I don't quite wanted to play that trip. All right. Uh, 
And then last but not least, the granddaddy of all regions, the Brian Lee Rice Owls-led um, South region goes a little something like this. Memphis, Liberty, North Texas, SMU, East Carolina, University of Texas, San Antonio, 6, UAB, 7, Florida International, 8, Florida Atlantic, 9, and South Florida. Let me just say this. Kudos to Florida International. I mean, they were struggled the last few years, and they're off on a good start. And I watched, I watched part of their game against Mississippi State. They gave Mississippi State everything they wanted yeah. uh, in that game. And, and um, Mississippi State had to score late, a couple late ones, I think, to beat them. But they, they really maybe turned the corner here down there. Good for them. Well, they, they've been improving every year, I really think so, um, over the last three, four seasons. Um, but the, the big story out of that region is that, that we're screaming one team. NCAA is coming out of there. Great win for Liberty over West Virginia. Great yep. win. But if you have been to Liberty, that is no easy place to play. Nope. On West Virginia went ahead and took the road trip there. Um, but Memphis looks, you know, Memphis always top 20, top 25 program. They look to be putting a scare in the top 10 with this team. Mm. This Interesting. And East Carolina too. How about how about Gary East Carolina? He's done an unbelievable job with that program. And I, I wonder who their next opponent is. Oh, they play Duke next. No, and no wonder greatest coach Brian, greatest coach, greatest out there. coach, uh, greatest yeah. coach Carolina. ever with it. And they yeah. come to play Duke. Duke just uh, Rock, oh poor poor East Carolina come to play Duke after losing to Stanford. That's a kiss of death. That could be worse. No, no, it Brad. could be worse. I'm talking to uh, Brian. No. I don't know. You don't need to. I'm going to mute you, Robbie. What no, are that's, they? That's what are they fifth reason. in that region? What are they fifth in that region? Come on. Uh, they are uh, fifth. Yep, fifth in the region. Yep. Right. Yep. They get to control that they got to play Duke after Duke got smacked. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. They haven't, yeah. they haven't faced that situation. They haven't that faced the te- terror yeah. of Robbie Church, right? Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> Greg Gary. What's the coach's name? Gary. ACU? Gary. Gary thinks Robbie's nice. It's nice guy. He's so pleasant, wonderful. Wait till yeah. you come off of a loss to Stanford. You got to play him, Gary. Just uh, stand at the other end of the bench, Gary. That would be my advice to you. Um, all right. Uh, listen, I got a question for you. Too soon for the RPI? Yeah. <laughs> what time is too soon? We need another couple weeks, don't we? We need some yeah. conference play before too, RPI discussion starts. Too, too soon. Yeah, I'm excited this year, though. I can actually have some comments and make an opinion. Right. Right, Ooh. wrong, or indifferent. Yeah, Ooh. so I don't have to worry about that committee crap anymore. Um, okay, uh, let's go. We're going to go with some games coming up. Churchy, you got a list there of some exciting games for this weekend for people to oh, tune I, into. Got, you want games. I got games starting on Let's Wednesday. do it. Starting on Wednesday, we have Wednesday. Brown Saint, nice. We have Brown and St. Louis tomorrow. How about that? Ooh, that's, oh, that's a good game. That's a sweet. That starts a week off. Look at this group on Thursday. Penn State is hosting Princeton. South Carolina is hosting North Carolina. Virginia is hosting a five and zero Iowa team. Clemson is hosting Arkansas. We talked about, and Xavier hosts Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is six and zero. Have not played the likes mm-hmm. of Xavier, but we'll find out about them really, really early too. And then on, and then our newly uh, named number one team in the country is traveling to Utah on Saturday, where Utah Ooh. will host BYU. That's oh, wow. be, yeah. how about that one. 
that one. That's and good. then a huge, huge amount of gains. We talked about some of them, but let me just hit four or five of them real quick. Stanford goes to Georgetown. Um, Alabama is hosting North Carolina. Gonzaga, oh. your Gonzaga team that you like is going to is going to Texas. Is going to play oh. at Texas on, on Sunday. Oh, that's a good Master game. Team, Matt, all your favorite teams. Yeah, yeah. Team is going to host St. Louis. That's going to be good a game. Really yeah. Oh, a good Wake Forest team. They went down and won at Auburn last week too. It's really, it is going to play. It's going to play Brown. That should be a good game too. Texas Tech, Tom Stone's group goes to Arizona State. Both teams mm-hmm. are good. Good teams. That's one. Tennessee, Patrick Baker's hosting Tennessee. Clemson goes to Georgia. NC State goes to Harvard. And then one, uh, Dayton goes to Michigan State. So there, we've got some, we will know a a lot about a lot of teams after this week. Um, A lot of good games. Probably, you know, the toughest group for the week is, is Clemson hosting both Arkansas and Georgia in their SEC tour that they have. I'm I'm really interested in that Dayton Michigan State game because Michigan State is late after season and there's a lot of positive talk about Dayton right now. That's kind of a little bit under the radar compared to some of those. Jeez, yeah, Um, it's a a big week, big week. Yeah, that's great. Uh, How about a little Kansas State Memphis you got in there too? LSU Pepperdine, you don't like that one? LSU Pepperdine, that's a tasty little nugget. I uh, had to cut my list. Like kind of, was... Yeah, it just seems like you kind of went ACC heavy, didn't he, Brian? Oh, no. A little ACC heavy for my liking. Uh, uh, let me uh, throw out a few more out there. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just looking at this. Purdue, TCU. We like yeah. that one? I do like that Not a bad game. Um, hey, you didn't mention UCLA Long Beach. Well, true, true. <laughs> okay, I'm coming my list. I, I was cutting my list. Wait to my segment next week. You, you, you're gonna have to give me 30 minutes on segment next week after the, after calling me out on this uh, one. Yeah, I get. I, I was just glancing at a few. Um, and wait, oh yeah, Clemson said George. That's that's a great week for. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. Okay, um, let's go through. We'll do this. This will be the last thing, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Uh, let's go through the Power Nine. And let's pick a um, champion who we think the champion's going to be. I know we had Chris Henderson do it, but now we've played some six. We've played six games, or most teams have played somewhere between four and six games. Let's go with what we think a champion is, and uh, and if we if we all agree on one, that's fine. Or if two people agree, say you know we don't have to bang on real long about it. Okay, but let's start with the the the, uh, the conference that will be no longer or be discrim- the the. Uh, be disbanded after next year the pac 12 i got ucla anybody not like ucla maybe you go with stanford i got stanford okay the stanford train ran me over so i saw it (laughs) firsthand i think i like it see bias but i understand it i like (laughs) who do you like brian ucla okay all right let's go on over to the uh big east I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Xavier. Oh, uh, George sounds the heavy favorite, but Xavier's having a great year, right? Brian, what do you like? I tell you what, I'm gonna. You got to pick an upset in one of these, and yeah, because there's a lot of heavy favorites. I, I'm gonna take Xavier. Yeah, Church, you going with your boy, aren't you? You know, you know, I am. 
but I'm going to yeah, say yeah. watch out for saying watch out for Providence. Watch out for Providence in the in that conference too. I think they may have a say. Mm -hmm. uh, Xavier's done fantastic, but I'm got to go with Georgetown. All right, so we'll do this where you can't pick your league, right? That's not we don't we don't want to do that. So we'll go with the ACC next. Brian, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, th I think in the end, it looks like a two-horse race between Carolina and Florida State. I'm going to take Carolina. Churchy, when was the last and, – and I don't mean this, I promise, no disrespect to anybody in the league, but how many years in a row has it been Carolina-Florida State? <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot. Yeah, I think lately, I right? Think, I think Virginia – Virginia snuck in and had it depends on what you're talking about regular season or, or uh ACC uh, the tournament. tournament yeah yeah because Clemson won it a few years ago too yeah. I think Virginia did Clemson won uh a number yeah. of years ago but I think it's been obviously the the run for the last 15 years have been uh Florida State and in North Carolina with a lot yeah. of other good teams trying to unseat them absolutely yeah and having good years I'm gonna go Florida State Brian you take no now I go with Brian Petsky come on Brian Make me a believer. Um, all right, let's go with the Big Ten. Churchy? Big Ten, Penn State. Brian? Penn State. Penn State, but I feel like we say that every year. And Rutgers wins their share. Wisconsin sneaks in there. Yeah. Nebraska will this year, but Penn State for me. Give me Nebraska, baby. I'm riding the train. Let's like go, it. Cornhuskers. They I looked like good it. last year. Let's do it again. Or not do it again, but hopefully they get there. I'm going with Nebraska. I'm, I'm going on a limb. Chris isn't going to even recognize my picks, Brian. I'm going <laughs> all kinds of upsets. All right. Um, SEC. Oh, we all, we can all pick this, can't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll take the Razorbacks. Give me the Razorbacks. Anybody want somebody different? No. And they're almost as big a favorite as anybody. Yeah. yeah right now i'm looking to pick somebody different than you guys but i just i can't find anybody to pick i think you've got to go with arkansas and especially with them stepping on their schedule that's just going to make them stronger absolutely um okay big 12 that seems pretty automatic doesn't it oh i can't pick never mind i don't have to pick uh <laughs> you just everybody's circling the oklahoma game now after that yeah yeah exactly um I'll take BYU, but I would buy a ticket to the BYU Texas game. Yeah, I'd be. Good. I enjoy watching Miss Mo and Byers operate. Yeah, I'm going to go BYU, but I'm right with Brian. I mean, I wouldn't be totally shocked. I don't think anybody'd be totally shocked on this podcast if Texas ends up winning it. But I think BYU right now is obviously the best team in the country right now. Uh WCC. Well. Sans BYU in the league. Santa Clara's already got a giant trophy case. Now they might clear another little wall for it as well. I'll take Santa Clara. Yeah, agreed. Although I love to pick Gonzaga, I don't think they have the quite to the level of Santa Clara. So I'm going Santa Clara too. Yeah. Uh, am I missing one? Is that all of them? Uh, I think there's one. Was there? Oh, the AAC. Sorry, Brian. My bad. AAC. Yeah, give me Brooksy and the Memphis Tigers. They're rolling. They're rolling. Yep. I will say this. He's uh when he gets them rolling, he can keep them rolling for a while, but this may be rolling a little early. 
I could you could see them, you know, struggle a little bit down the line there as, as hard as they play. But um, but they look really good. They look really good. I'll go with I'll go with Memphis. Me too. Uh, they seem okay. to be scoring more goals. Are they scoring more goals? Yeah, I agree with that. In, in, agree with that. Than they have in the past. I mean, they've always been great and done really yeah. well. But it just seems like they're just rolling some goals. They're just scoring goals for fun. Yeah. yeah, they don't stop. When they get ahead, you know, they do a great job of just going and going and going and going. If they can beat just five, six, seven, nil or one, they're gonna. Yep. Yeah. Ivy. Oh, this is interesting. Oh. It's not interesting the way it started, hasn't it? Yeah. I yeah. mean, on paper, Harvard is the best team. It looks player wise, but maybe not results yet. But uh, I, uh, I don't want to pick Harvard, but I'm going to pick Harvard. <laughs> I'd say watch out for Princeton. Um, uh, I think uh, and Princeton and Brown are right there behind Harvard. I think Harvard is probably the best team, but nobody be shocked if Princeton and Brown ends up winning the league, I think, too. Well, and they play so few. I know they play six or seven league games, something like that. It's a super short schedule. Yeah, It's a three-headed eight. eight. So I'll, I'll take – Harvard's, but I don't feel great about it. Wouldn't surprise me, Brown, Princeton. Yeah, Brown or Princeton. All right, and let's uh, let's throw a, a, a zinger in there. And then, how about the Southern Conference? Who like <laughs> that one? <laughs> right. Well, I think we need Brian. To, we need Brian to go first and have the only pick in the Southern <laughs> in the Southern Conference. The the league has some good results, but they're all based in Birmingham. So I yeah. <laughs> that's true. Good point. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me just throw this out there. What's the best win for some of these conferences right now? Like what's the SEC's best win? I mean, the big 12 has got the best win so far in the country with the win over UCLA, right? Yeah. So what is SEC's best win? Looking it up. I need to why I need to Arkansas yeah. schedule with. I mean Notre Dame is he's got he's got a draw with Notre Dame. But what's I'm the not, best win? Yeah, I'm not sure they Arkansas is a one in that league. That's like uh that's a nice little setup question, isn't now that he's in the Big Twelve. If he was still in the SEC, he ain't bringing up this question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm looking at I'm looking at all the results here. Uh uh, Clemson, South Carolina is a draw. Tennessee beat somebody good early. Who was it? Cal. Oh. Okay. Well, Cal hasn't looked. That's not Arkansas one. Arkansas beat Oklahoma, Oregon. South Carolina's uh, got the Clemson. Yeah, and, and Arkansas's got the draw with Notre Dame, but what's the next one? Oof. Well, I don't know if I'm seeing the one that – I mean, are we seeing even a top 25 win? Wow. Well, I'll tell you this. The one thing the SEC does better than anybody in the country right now or has more coaches who do better is scheduling. Is that not true? Yeah, absolutely. You're looking for, you're looking for one I win. Mean, you know what the best win is? 70. The best win might be Alabama beating Memphis. Oh, for sure. That is. For sure. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean – South Carolina beat Boston College. Yeah, it's not a lot of them out there, guys. All they right, gotta, well, let's do this. What's the best win? Well, yeah, for sure. There's, uh, and it's only six games in. We're just talking now. What's the big, best Big Ten win? 
Uh, I'm looking. Hey. Ohio's uh, Penn State. What what is there? I know they got you know, a, they got a tie with um who did they oh with North Carolina. I mean I know that's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. Opening NC State Rutgers won one. You know, Matt, this would have been a this would have been a great segment had you told us about it before you hit us. <laughs> it just hit me. Research. Penn State, TCU, maybe. I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, we'll do that next time. We'll we'll hold it to it next week. Go through who the best wins in the leagues are. How about that? All right. That's last good. thing. Um, uh, who we got this weekend, boys? Who you got, Churchy? East Carolina Pirates come to town on Thursday. The the fifth ranked team in their region. And then we travel to the Spartans of UNC Greensboro. Okay. So, local Darby. Going to Greensboro. Going to Greensboro. Oh, that'd be a big crowd for that one. Awesome. You, you know right. what you should do there, Robbie, is go check out Eddie's uh, Hall of Fame plaque. <laughs> Petroselli's <laughs> national champions. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. captain. Captain of the national champions over there. Yeah. I'll take wow. I'll take pictures. Can we get pictures on this pod uh, next time? We'll, we'll send them out. <laughs> sure. We'll send them out to everybody. Everybody <laughs> wants pictures. We'll send Eddie and Chris's pictures. For Love it. All right, Brian. Who who are the Rice Owls knocking around? Uh, we got a little local stuff. Sam Houston, and then a little team we call Texas A and M coming to Holloway Field on Sunday. Should be a couple Ooh, of there. Like that. Uh, yeah. 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 Fun one. Uh, the, the Sooners have got uh, Murray State in town for 8 o'clock tip, and then we're off on Sunday. So I can sit around and watch all the rest of you guys suffer um, during your games. Uh, but it is my first Oklahoma football game, and we're actually being recognized on the field. you to throw T-shirts in the stands. Now, really? how many rows up can Matt Mott throw a T-shirt, Brian? Six. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bigger question, I say this. If you want to stay out of the training room with a shoulder injury, <laughs> if you get to like road 20, that's a good six hours of rehab next week for Matt. <laughs> Churchy, what you got? What you got? You got me more than six? What's the over under? I've I, I got you 11. I got you 11. 11, 11 and you're going like to smack the lady in the front row with the shirt <laughs> that, that it hits her. But let me talk to you about football here, okay? Yeah, Can that's you, why I, was, I had that on my list. That was going to be my, my other one. Yes. Devils? Did anybody yes. see the Blue Devils last night smack around the Clemson Tigers? How about that? First hey, I, was it, 34 years of a top 10 team. 34 was, that not you with, was that not you with your shirt off in the second row, <laughs> storming the field? I was I painted I blue. You. I was painted blue. Did you see me? <laughs> <jump out laughs> You're know, the Cameron Crazies or whatever that place is. This, this coach is doing a great job, huh? Oh, my gosh. He came from Texas A&M. Mike Elko has done an unbelievable job. He needs to slow down so we can keep him a little bit. That's the only problem. Yeah. Too. And we got uh, to pay him. Uh, they probably got to pay, uh, take all our salaries away to keep him here at Duke the next couple of years. If he keeps winning games like that. Uh, Brian, takeaways from college football opening weekend. Your LSU Tigers did a lot yeah, of talking. That was a lot of talking and pretty disappointing. Um, great first half, blowout second half. I think this, I mean, it's just like you've seen in volleyball and, and women's soccer so far. Uh, upsets and upsets. I mean, how yeah. is Duke and Clemson in yeah. football? That's yeah. in. And the how about Dion? The Colorado opening. Yeah, Holy, there and might be two trophy contenders on his team. And does Auburn wish they'd hired him right now? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Interesting. Okay, boys, it's been a great pod. Again, uh, uh, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate you taking the time. We'll be better prepared next week for another uh, edition. We may look to bring in a guest next week as well, so that'll be fun. But uh, good luck to everybody out there playing. You know, as we like to say around here in College Soccer Nation, keep kicking. Uh, (laughs) College Soccer Nation for this day is out.